Good morning. Many years ago, I was asked to speak here for the Mother's Day Reflection. My two girls were very young, and I am certain that I spoke about motherhood and how it was a new journey, how special being a mother to two girls was, and how my faith was challenged with my husband and I being carriers of cystic fibrosis. Zoom, many years ahead, I now have a beautiful, high-energy 15-year-old who's a freshman at LHS, and a cute and curious 12-year-old who's a seventh grader at Highland Middle School. As children change, the challenges change. I am no longer worried about them coloring on the walls or brushing their teeth, well, maybe sometimes. As they know, as they are now bigger, my worries have also gotten bigger. To describe what I mean, I wanted to highlight some key words. And for those of you with older children, see if these ring any bells. My first word, independence. If I'm honest, I want the control. But so do they. I like to think doing it my way always gets it done right and the first time. It's quicker, faster, saves time. And I've done this before, so just listen to me and you'll be set up for success. Each day, it seems that the girls find a little way to find freedom from me. Testing my patience with technology and the length of time they like to use their phones. Late nights, that make it difficult for mornings, baking in the kitchen and pleading with them to clean up, washing their clothes by making what should be two loads into one, and the newest way for my 15-year-old is driving. Next word, boundaries. A challenge is teaching my girls that they still have boundaries. They are too young for half the things that they wanna do, and too old to do the other half. It is like the terrible twos. They are doing a lot of new and exciting things, but they're also pushing boundaries and occasionally throwing tantrums. Yes, tantrums can still exist at this age. Rather than tears, it's usually uglier language. Next word, identity. My girls are trying to figure out who they are. Okay, this one's a roller coaster. Their emotions can change in milliseconds. Yes, milliseconds. Am I going to be reserved or outgoing? Friendly or distant? Responsible or carefree? Tighten your seatbelt for this word because one day they will love their appearance and the next day they can't stand it and they want a full transformation. Next, opinions. This one I can't ever get right. Trying to figure out when you should share your motherly advice is like dodge, dodging a bullet. I always seem to step in the deep end of the pool, that's saying it nicely, because it is so hard to hold back my words. Keeping my mouth shut, just smiling and letting, letting them go at it is not my strength. Next, priorities, teenagers. The three S's, sleep, social life, and sleep. If I wake them up any minute earlier than what they've asked me to, 
watch out, it's World War III. And finally, communication. If I'm being honest here, we run on very little communication at this developmental stage. This goes back to them wanting to be independent. They are convinced that they have a solution for everything and no longer need my help. Each day, I see how they're getting closer and closer to being on their own, leaving the nest for greener pastures. So when my patience is being tested, or I've run myself into a hornet's nest, what makes me feel better? What can put my mind at ease when I'm worried, stressed, frustrated, or just plain tired? Well, I'll reflect on a few more words. Thoughtfulness. When I see them with my grandparents or adults that are older than I, and they smile, hug, laugh, and try to help them out or teach them a new dance with a phone app, that connection reminds me of how beautiful they are inside and out. Sensitivity. When they help a, a crying child laugh, or they ask to hold a baby to help a mother, or hold a door open for someone who is struggling, struggling with packages, I realize that they will be there with others when I'm no longer around. Their inner nature is to be there for others, to help the lowly, to help the sick. Love. When we leave and return from a vacation and they lay down and hug our dogs for minutes on end, or they bring me things when I'm feeling sick, or they ask me to watch them dance to their latest routine over and over again, I see how they care and they will use their passions for good. Curiosity. When they write a letter to a senator to express their concern about our country, or they snorkel to find out what's below the Caribbean Sea, or they try a new recipe for a dessert. I see their excitement about learning and how they aren't afraid to try something new. These examples show me they are developing a sense of self-awareness and appreciate the need for diversity and inclusion. Joy. When they give me a five-minute set of their most funny jokes, or I watch them laugh together while flipping through old photo, photo albums, I take comfort that they can make each other laugh and will create many long-lasting happy memories as sisters. Family. When they choose to stay home and have a family game night or come with me to the cemetery to honor the ones who have passed, I know that they have learned that family is first. And last but not certainly least, God-loving. When they come to church each Sunday, volunteer to altar serve, do media ministry, act as a catechist aid, when they kneel and say prayers for every person they know needs prayers this week, I celebrate inside that my husband and I did a great job. They know they aren't alone. They know God is watching over them each and every day. Preparing for today gave me a chance to quietly reflect, and I would recommend all mothers do a similar practice. Whatever stage of motherhood you are in, it can be challenging, frustrating, stressful, and downright exhausting. But despite it all, know that you are doing an amazing job, and your work is important. Let's all pray today for every mom that they have a clear vision of what they hope to accomplish as a mother, 
and that they can guide their family with purpose.